face masks are becoming a statement accessory here again in Florida. Oh, yeah. But uh, you may want to be careful what statement you're making with them. Oh, yeah. Also, how badly do you need a beer? Very. Well, we'll show you how far one Florida freak will go. Sorry, was that a rhetorical question? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, nobody likes a show-off. Oh, no. Really nobody likes one with an itchy trigger finger. Oh, no. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those to share, don't we, Kirsten? We do, as always. Ripped from the headlines. Correct, ripped from the headlines. And our first story comes to us from Local10.com. All right. With Florida once again the nation's hotspot for COVID, oh, yeah. face coverings are once again a hot item in the Sunshine State. Oh. Now, one Fort Lauderdale gas station is selling masks at the very reasonable price of $5 each, mm. as long as you don't mind buying a face mask emblazoned with Nazi signia. Oh, no. A customer who reported the masks to Local 10 said that she asked the woman behind the counter about the swastika masks, and the employee responded, whatever, we just sell whatever it is they give us to sell. All right. The gas station owner, Mohammed Hossein, said the masks were part of an assortment that he bought from a vendor who showed up at the gas station with masks for sale. Shell Oil, of course, says that it does not condone the hate symbols, and they're in contact with the gas station owner to have the item removed. Okay. While Shell Oil is being sold, they say that the day-to-day operations of any gas station are the legal responsibility of the site owner. Well, nothing says socialist distancing quite like a Nazi mask, right? Oh, I see what you did there. Socialist. Nazis are a socialist party. Well, I'd like to say were, but were we a socialist that they're, party. They're yeah. kind of alive and uh, well. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yeah. You know, all of these people who who kept saying that mask mandates are like living in Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. I guess this is the next logical step. Yeah, maybe, possibly. I, it is. It's just so difficult these days to know how much hate you have to share that it's nice to have some kind of way of showing that off with your face mask, right? I. I suppose so. Well, so you can yeah. steer clear of those people. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is this is absolutely awful. And, right. and, you know, I don't mind a face mask that you can express yourself with. Of course. You know, my favorite face mask is one that says on it, if you can read this, you're standing too close. Yes. It's my favorite. That's a good one. Um, however, if you're expressing yourself with your face mask, you, you might want to actually think that some things just probably shouldn't be expressed, right? Right, yeah. And it's what's really weird about this, it just seems like a bad marketing play. Like, the Venn diagram of mask wearers and Nazis are usually pretty far apart. Yeah, it's I like really separate don't know. circles. Yeah, I don't even know what the audience is for this one. Yeah, I guess when you think about it, not a lot of overlap between the Nazi and the person who wears the COVID mask. I can't I can't imagine. Excellent that, point. That there. said, the TV report said that they bought the very last mask in the store. Very popular. So apparently it was a it was a hot seller, which is 
Absolutely terrible. What do I know? Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Well, it's good to know that if you can't get a swastika tattoo on your face, mm. then you can at least do the next best thing with the swastika mask. Well, Charles Manson would probably have something to say about that. Sure. He would say, you can get a swastika yeah, tattoo. Yeah, you just got to find the right person to do it. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to say, you know, COVID mm. is really proving the stick to of Floridians. Oh, yeah. You know, the rest of the country, they were like, you know what? The pandemic's basically over. Yeah. And Florida was, we proved them wrong. <laughs> we're like, hold our beer. You we'll know? bring it back, baby. That's right. We, we, we will stick to it no yep. matter what. We stick to our guns, yep. right? <laughs> yes, that's right. So is this how gas stations get all of their crappy merchandise? Possibly. Because I've seen some real garbage in in gas stations. Is it just like door-to-door salesmen that are pump-to-pump salesmen? Probably. Pump-to-pump salesmen sounds like something completely different. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guessing so. I mean, you know, that you come in, you pedal off some some wares and... You know, it's like who knows? It's there's a lot of people that are everybody's going to a gas station, so it's it's, true. it's a real melting pot of all of the different kinds of people. So, including mask wearing Nazis. There you go. Apparently, and they've cornered the market. So these came in a multi pack. Mm. Like what was on the other masks? Ugh. Like Benito Mussolini. Ooh, like a Mussolini, Castro, Kim Jong-il, like four pack. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, just get, go go with all the fascist. Just do it. Get it out there. It's the fascist four pack. Ooh. Right? Man, this could have been a big moneymaker. I'm sure of it. This is not something that I would be proud to make any money no, off of. No, a- Absolutely horrible. But it didn't take you long to come up with fascist four-pack, though. It it did not. Genius <laughs> marketing mind right here. Right. Our next story comes to us from winknews.com. Mm. And uh, newsflash, it's hot out. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's good weather for sitting on your porch drinking beer in the heat, right? Definitely. Well, that's what two brothers were doing in Benita Springs, actually back in September, ah. when Wilmar Fernandez Cusel Gomez walked up to their porch and asked for a beer. Mm. And just like you or I would likely do when some rando walks up and asks for a beer, they said no. Yeah. And that's when Gomez, who had started to walk away, changed his mind, turned around, and stabbed one of the beer-drinking brothers. As you do. Three times. Oh, gosh. The victim, thankfully, survived the stabbing, and this week, Gomez was found guilty of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. He will be sentenced later this month. Oh, it's just awful. I'm, how, how can this all happen over a beer? Right? Ugh. I hope it was at least a good beer. It... It would be a real bummer yes. to like get stabbed over a can of lukewarm beast light or something oh, like that. Like no. like a nice craft beer, perhaps a Guinness. I mean, I'm not saying I want to get stabbed over beer at all. No. But I I hope it's at least something they could have a little pride in. Yeah. And why would you need to stab someone three times over a beer? Mm. I mean, you could probably get the beer if you just threatened them with the knife. Not that I'm condoning that strategy, but I'm just saying The threat alone would probably get you the beer. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm on my porch drinking beer and somebody comes up to me and says, hey, give me a beer or I'll stab you, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll give them the beer. Like the guy could have said, hey, can I have a beer? No. It's like, what if I pull out a knife? (laughs) Yeah. 
What if I don't stab you? What Would you if give me I were to say that if you don't give me a beer, I'm going to get a little stabby? Oh, boy. Um, I do have to say, all I really want out of life is to be able to sit on a porch and drink beer all day. Oh, yeah. That's that's good stuff. Although if a stabbing is uh, the price I have to pay for that, a you know, stabbing. a stabbing, uh, maybe I'd rather just sit in front of my computer all day like I do now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and let's be honest, this guy should have learned a long time ago the old proverb that you kill more flies with honey. It's really hard to kill a fly with a pocket knife. So, you know, be nicer to people. They might give you the beer and then you don't have to stab them. Isn't it you catch more flies with honey? I don't know why you want to catch them exactly. Like, what are you going to do with them? Yeah, it is. You catch more flies with honey. (laughs) I I guess I just wanted to make it all sadistic and say, you kill more flies with honey. Well, I mean... It's probably still easier to kill flies with honey than it is with a pocket knife. I agree. Absolutely. And I think we've just come up with a new idiom. You kill more flies with honey. Um, Who asks a stranger for a beer? I don't know. Like I, I mean, I've, I think I've done it at a tailgate before. Right. Yes. But it's usually, are... but I, it's usually starts out with a, hey, we're both wearing the same gear. Hey, how about those, you know, that local sports team? Blah blah blah. Hey, let's play a little cornhole. Hey, that you got, you want a beer? Well, I'll take a beer off your hands, yeah. I guess. I like wearing red shirts with white lettering. Yes. You like wearing red shirts with white lettering. We, we should drink beer together. We should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to like, I don't know, crash a college kegger mm-hmm. at the house of somebody you don't know. <laughs> it's a completely different thing to just walk up to a dude on their front porch and say, hey, you got a beer? Got a beer? Yeah. And then immediately pull out a knife and start stabbing them if you don't get one. Yeah. Where are people's manners? I know. Our next story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Have you ever lied about your job to anyone? Oh, maybe like a little fib once or three times. (laughs) Well, a woman who claimed to be a Florida Power and Light employee has Mm -hmm. been arrested, not necessarily for lying about her job, but for the burglary she allegedly committed whilst doing so. Oh, well. 49-year-old Rachel Demetrio has been accused of pretending to be a utility worker in order to steal more than 25 grand in jewelry from an elderly widow in Miramar. Oh, my goodness. Police say Demetrio and an accomplice showed up at the door of Diane Reeves saying that they needed to move her water meter. When Reeves went out into the yard with one of them, the other allegedly entered Reeves' home and stole a family heirloom, a wedding ring, and a pocket watch, among other items. Wow. Demetrio has been arrested on charges that include grand theft from a person 65 or older. Cops are still looking for her partner in crime. It's just, this is just so awful and honestly, kind of a devious way to get into somebody's house, to break into someone's house. Mm, Crazy. Indeed. And I do have to say, it's no wonder she got caught Mm -hmm. because clearly she's not that bright. Right. If you're going to do this, and I do not condone this. No. And say you're from the power company. Yeah. If you're going to do this and say that you're from the power company. Yeah. 
saying that you're planning on moving the water heater just doesn't make sense. Mm, the water meter, yeah, I know it's water just, meter, yeah. yeah, not water heater. Well, I mean, maybe water, water heater, heater actually, too. you know, that at least requires you know electric cooking. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that would have been a better play, but yeah, it's just it's just so bad. But a lesson learned here, you know, with with from one of my favorite movies, The Paper, oh. a clipboard in a confident way will get you in any building in the in the world. I strongly believe in that, and maybe you can add pretend to be a power company employee to this as well. I, yeah, I don't know if she had a name badge or just just the old clipboard, perhaps a visor. Oh yeah, you know some hard something hat. Along the, oh, hard hat, mm. good one. Yeah. Now, um, this story actually really hit home for me. And, mm. and all joking aside, someone did this to my great-grandmother when I oh. was like a teenager. Oh, that's awful. Uh, yeah. Um, so these people, this this man and this young man and young woman showed up at her house, said that their car had broken down. My grandmother lived off of a very, my great, my grandmother and my great-grandmother mm-hmm. lived off of a very, very busy road. Right. And so these people showed up, said, hey, our car broke down. We need your phone. This was back in the day when we all didn't have a phone in our pockets. Right, yeah. And Legitimate um, thing to, to, for someone to do. So my great-grandmother stayed out on the piazza mm. with... Um, <laughs> because we didn't have lanai's in massachusetts it was a piazza uh, stayed in the piazza uh with the woman while the man went inside and made his phone call and actually stole a few grand oh from underneath my great-grandmother's mattress that's awful it is absolutely terrible yeah and this is this is what's really bad about the story it's just crazy that this would even happen you just and and I honestly just feel like that I might I would actually fall for this because if if the person does like a really you know maybe not if it was a power say in the water meter thing <laughs> but it's really easy easy to believe someone if they feel like that they're there on some sort of official business absolutely and it's just yeah oh Absolutely. And you're not going to ask to see ID. No. You should, but you're not going to. Well, if you're going to gonna go with them, you just assume that, right. yeah, that, right. that you know, something's going to be safe. I just hope that she got her stuff back because there is a special place in hell for someone who steals a widow's wedding ring yeah. and her dead husband's pocket watch. Come so on. So awful, yes. Absolutely Definitely terrible. A, place, a special place in hell for those people. So this did make me think, you know how I love my my true crime. Oh, yeah. I do love my true crime. Yes, you do. So um, whilst you were out of town, I don't know why I keep saying whilst, whilst. <laughs> First in while this, you were out of town. <laughs> whilst you were out of town a few weeks ago, um, I binge watched. A fortnight ago. Yeah, not quite. But yes, I, I binge watched Dr. Death, mm. um, which if you aren't aware is a true story of mm-hmm. this uh horrible surgeon back surgeon which kind of hit home for me because i've Mm. had back surgery but this horrible like neurological surgeon who is just grossly incompetent but also has more confidence than any human on the face of the earth yeah keeps performing these nightmarish surgeries um and killing people oh wow and so there was this, you know, they kept trying to take him to court saying that he was like, it was beyond just a normal, hey, every doctor occasionally has a bad surgery. Yeah. This is true criminal negligence. Right. And they finally nailed him 
on elder abuse charges. Oh. Because in this story, you see the charges include grand theft from a person 65 or older, which carries a stiffer penalty than grand theft from somebody who isn't a senior. Yeah. So they end up getting Dr. Death because one of the people he killed Mm. was over the age of 65. Wow. Actually, not one of the people he killed. One of the people he maimed Mm -hmm. was over the age of 65. Man. And that's how they got him. It was like bringing Capone down on tax evasion. Right. You know, they got him on elder abuse. Yep. And then everything else became admissible because of it. It was really pretty cool. That's pretty, that's something. And just goes to show you, it's like, just went a little too far. Don't mess with the old people. Stop messing with old people. Stop stop messing with everybody, but especially stop messing with old people. Yes. So our last story comes to us from the Pensacola News Journal. All right. An unidentified man at O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern in Pensacola had just bought himself a brand spanking new gun. Oh. And he wanted to show it off to the other patrons at the bar. As you would. So he pulled out the firearm and while pretending to put it into an imaginary holster under his shoulder, accidentally shot himself. Oh, The bar manager says that the man was pretending to be a badass or something. Yep. The man ended up shooting himself in the torso, but when cops arrived on the scene, an unrelated fight broke out in the parking lot, (laughs) and the shooter's slash shooting victim was able to flee the bar and check himself into a local hospital before the cops could take him in themselves. The man's injuries, by the way, were not life-threatening, and cops are currently deciding whether or not he'll face any charges. Yeah, there, there's a, definitely a good lesson here, kids. Mm. Playing with guns is a bad idea, especially in a bar. I mean, that's definitely full dumbass mode there. Yeah, yeah. You know, the uh, bar manager said he thought the guy was trying to be a badass. Mm. Definitely was half right. Yes. He, he got the ass part got covered. That nailed. Actually, I mean, now that I think about it, he got the bad part covered too. Oh, yeah. So I guess in a way he was a a bad ass yeah. just like two words yeah. and not one word badass he was bad and, and an, an ass. ass correct oh, good i'm glad we got that straightened out uh i'm i'm always every time that i hear about somebody getting shot i always think that they just get shot in the foot oh i don't know why they're just like the first thing i think of is like a hot foot all of a sudden and they're like bouncing <laughs> up and down like how does yosemite sam never shoot himself in the foot? i don't know firing his guns at the ground he can all apparently the time. shoot himself straight up levitate the air, from the ground but he never shoots shooting. himself in the foot i guess that's why he's yosemite sam Ooh. but yeah but it just it surprised me when it was the torso and then i was thinking like oh is there like a magic bully theory here or is oh like, or is it like was he shot on the grassy knoll what's going on back into the left right back but he and to the left tried to put it in the shoulder holster right and shut it oh I mean, I Come guess on. it's good that he didn't try and put it in like a hip holster because yeah. God knows what he would have shot off then. Oh, boy. And then I'm also wondering, <laughs> the other question is, what is the fight, the unrelated fight? How did that whole thing start? Oh, the fight in the parking lot yeah. that the police got distracted by? I just by? love that a guy got shot. Everybody's probably like looking at him like, well, oh, some dude got shot in the bar. We should start a fight. I have a theory on this. Okay. I mean, you and I have seen a lot of bad action comedy movies, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure in order to make his escape, mm. the guy who shot himself probably said something like, uh, hey, that guy over there just said that your mama's fat. Oh, that'll and do it. And 
that started the fracas. Yep. They all go pouring out the, the front Brooke. door right. into the into the parking lot. Yep. And uh, Shooter McGee over there uh, makes makes, makes his getaway get out the back door. Makes Absolutely. his getaway and then checks himself into a hospital. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a dummy, but he's yeah. no dummy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's just... This story's got so many twists and turns. It's great. <laughs> I love it. So this story reminded me of two things. Neither of them Florida things. Oh, okay. But two things that I think everybody will probably remember. All right. The first one, Plaxico Burris. Yes. Right? Shoots himself. NFL player St- you know, like goes to got- a bar with a, a buddy who played with him. Yeah, I got the gun in his sweatpants and he shoots himself right who wears sweatpants to a nightclub first of all well i mean when you're plexico burris you can do it second of all who keeps a gun in sweatpants and thinks that's a good idea i don't know so plexico burris ends up shooting himself in the leg yeah and then to add insult to injury ends up getting sentenced to two years in prison yeah maybe he thought nobody's ever gonna believe that someone's got a gun in their sweatpants Oh. Like you just thought, they'll, ne- they'll never even try to look for it. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. All I know is you shoot yourself and then you get two years. That's rough. Oh, boy. And but, all in sweatpants. But then the other thing it made me think of is, um, God, it was probably two or three years ago now, the FBI agent shooting in, um, that, that sounded a lot worse than it is, <laughs> the FBI, well, the FBI agent yes. in, I believe it was Denver, okay, who was break dancing in a nightclub and did like a backflip on the dance floor oh. and the gun fell out of his pants. Well, there you go. And fired and actually did shoot somebody. Oh, boy. Not himself. Yeah. Um, he didn't serve any time. Oh, no. <laughs> he ended up shooting somebody else. Serves no time. Yeah. So uh, th- there's your justice system well, for just, you, I guess. I guess, I guess that's why breakdancing, like, you know, never really lasted because <laughs> too many people were shooting themselves whenever they were doing backflips. Why is an FBI agent doing backflips on a dance floor at the nightclub? Is he undercover as... Yes. I don't even know what you'd be undercover as. He's, he's a b-boy, and he's, and he's yeah, he's trying to yes. trying to infiltrate a gang. I don't know. Undercover I thought, oh, I'll as break a dance. Yeah, Colorado b-boy. I love it. That's just hilarious. <laughs> so, what did we learn this week, Corey? Well, I learned that there really is a mask for everyone. Even neo Nazis need face coverings. I, I, I mean, yes, yes. I guess. I mean, it's proven. I guess, uh, yeah. If uh, also, I learned that if a stranger asks you for a beer in Florida, mm. you should probably think carefully about your answer. Oh, definitely. I also learned that while a clipboard usually gets you in the door, you have to be a real freak to steal from someone door to door. Absolutely. And I learned that there is a fine line between being a badass and being a dumbass. Oh yeah. And in Florida, dumbass usually wins out. Always wins. So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week and as always you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show and while you're on them socials, remember to follow us, like us and share us. Say it with me at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we miss, share it with us. And we miss them all the time. Oh, yes. We need your help. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite yes. podcasting platforms because we would love to hear from you. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,